Welcome back, folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check. Okay. What's up, YouTubers? We're back. Hey, Davey. How excited are you right now? I'm pretty excited. Four and a half out of five eggplant emojis. It feels good, man. It feels good to be back. KJ, how are you doing? Uh, your boy is on cloud nine. Don't know what it means. Hope it means I'm good. Doesn't mean I'm high. But I'm feeling pretty good. Fucking solid Thursday night. A four-day work week. Let's do this. You know, Cloud9 is known uh, as, as a couple of things. In some circles, it's a, a baseline floater uh, made popular by me in uh, an infamous horse game. Okay, fair. He was nice with it, too. You should have seen it if you haven't watched yeah. it. <laughs> One of two from the baseline is not bad. What's up with the, the, the guns are out today, Dave? I guess the sun's out, so it's fair, it's fair play, but my goodness. Oh, these old things? Wow. Uh, I don't have many opportunities to wear my Luca Slovenia national team jersey, but uh, given that he dropped 47 on Rudy Gobert's head yesterday, I feel like it was a good time to break it out. To address Brett with a very rude comment, no, this is not a Michael Scott dinner party. Party. <laughs> I'm in the, uh, the, uh, the office slash playroom at, at the house. I think it's like 50, I think, no, I'm sorry, not 50. It's like 40, which is a perfect office-sized television, all right? You also notice that there are no wires visible. It is a pretty well, uh, that's a well-hung television for I, sure. I take my, my TV hanging very seriously, as we all know. Hangs good panels. Um, before we jump into it, David, do you mind if I remind the good people out there? If you're listening to this, as we put this out uh, each week as a podcast, you need to be uh, in the comments joining us each Thursday night on YouTube. But more importantly, go to the Wash Media Shop. Check all the new shit in there, including, speaking of uh, wonderful uh, games of horse, the Wash Athletic Club shirt is absolutely Delicious. Love it. Which one do you like? There are two of them. Uh, I, I guess I should establish the silhouette washed athletic club shirt of, uh, of Dylan <laughs> is absolutely great. The evolution of Dylan is like, uh, what I call it. This hat also available. Mm. One of the, one of the two that's not yet sold out by the way. For now. Oh, Brett's in the comments. For now. Word is, uh, Hey, I was going to say more hats on the way to it. Can I, uh, more hats on the way, more stacks on the way, big boy stacks to be specific. Today's episode and live stream is brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings. Hey, football fans. The first Sunday of the NFL season is here and DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL is giving new customers a can't miss offer to celebrate the return of the NFL season right now. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple, bet on an NFL team to win. If your team leads by 10 
At any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. That's right, DraftKings is giving all new customers $200 in free bets when they place any $5 or more wager on the football team of their choosing. Plus, with same-game parlays, you can combine multiple bets from the same game to give yourself a shot at even bigger winnings all season long. For those in a state where sports betting is not yet available, don't forget about DraftKings Daily Fantasy, where they have been innovating even more ways to win some cash this football season. DraftKings has been around for a while, so you know their funds are safe and can be withdrawn whenever, wherever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code WASHED to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code WASHED only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for more details. Man, that was off the dome. Dang. Wow. We were running those lines earlier, and... I thought you were going to stumble in the third part of that, but dude, you nailed it live. Absolutely professional. I'm excited. I'm excited for this episode. Do I sound okay? You know, I'm at the stew. My uh, my son was kind of on one today, so I was like, you know what? To be safe, I'm going to go up to the stew. Oh, I thought you had our logo painted on the wall in your home. A lot of people make that mistake, but no. Okay. You sound <laughs> great, Dave. Look even better, though. Great. Uh, you want to bring our guest in? It's time. Y'all want to intro him? It's uh, a noted brunch contributor. It's a wash media personality, um, all around Boston sports guy, Texas Longhorn fan, ground floor, Pete Blackburn. Oh, I could have also been ready with the button whenever you were doing that intro, but there we go. There he is. Hey. What up, Pete? How are oh, we? Dude, that hat is killer, man. I just know from the fine folks at 47 brand man fantastic pete uh what's it feel like to be one of the i'm sorry let me correct that the most consistent and quality producing producer of content here on the wash media network week in week out i didn't i that's false but i appreciate it thank you very much have you listened to tomato fights i have so you know it's wild. We haven't put out an episode in six months, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you put one out this new week. New one tomorrow, though. Exactly. New one tomorrow. Yeah, new one tomorrow. There it's a go. great matchup. Draft day versus uh, old school. There we Ooh. go. Both somehow hey. 60% around on tomatoes. Hey, Pete, um, just one quick question for you. Um, do you remember the time y'all made me watch a Seventh Heaven episode and then we did a podcast on it and I thought it went really well and then DJ was like, yeah, Pete lost the audio and they all just never posted it. Yeah. I didn't lose the audio. <laughs> we almost lost the audio of yesterday's Tomato Fights too because the roadcaster crapped out, but we did save it. Could not save the uh, the Seventh Heaven episode, so if you want to run that back anytime soon, let us know. I, I feel like I need to get something out of watching that episode of se- Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> we've all been there i almost lost yesterday's mail-in for a very similar reason it makes me wonder are they just uh trying to get me to upgrade to the new board so uh very curious very curious well mm-hmm. with that said let's uh let's dive into some actual sports this week david lead us off here did we miss anything we didn't do an episode we could have but we didn't Labor Day, we we're we're pro labor. We had a we had week 
I guess technically week one college football. I don't know how much y'all watched outside mm. of uh, your respective schools, but uh, I was glued. I was dialed. I'm a big football guy. And uh, yeah, I, I was there. I was at Boise State, Oregon State. I was at the bar watching it with my wife. She was really happy about me uh, making her go to that. She's like, "What? why are we watching this? Pac-12, babe, after dark. Commitment. Yeah, I, I knew college football was going on. But I was really still just dedicated to the loss of Serena Williams as, you know, an absolute force in the sports world and preemptively mourning mourning the queen. So I didn't catch a lot of football. I was just really focused on both of those topics before even today's news, of course. Uh, Other than that, I watch a ton of football. Um, So, you know, your boy's amped. I uh, I was I was locked in Saturday, college football all day. Watched exactly one game in the late slate because I was at the Texas game. Mm. Uh, I had to watch our boy Quinn do his thing. No. Where were your seats? Uh, thank you for asking, Dave. Yeah, um, very fortunate that my my wife has uh, some fantastic perks at work, and we sat in a suite. And buddy, it was sweet. Open bar. We had food laid out. It was awesome. Private bathroom. I've, I've, I've been in that stadium, I don't know, 30, 40 times. First time I've ever done that. And I'm uh, almost cool. light that thing up like Quinn yours? Yeah. Well, no. I just went a little, I just went a little potty. That's what we say here. In the house <laughs> little, full of kids. little potty and big potty. All right. Fair. I respect Big it. potty. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Pac-12 because I'm sure we all have the most thoughts on that. So let's get that out of the way, David, if you would uh, hit us with anything you've got to report on that. I think the cam rising era in Utah is over personally. I think it's over. I think they need to give the, uh, the former UT uh, five-star Jaquindon Jackson a run. That was an inexcusable interception. Uh, I, I thought Utah, I, th- I still think they've got the talent to win the Pac-12, but, God, you cannot, you can't throw that pass. Just sad, because Cam Rising's been good. Yeah, the Queen did famous. <laughs> I was wondering how long we would go. Get a week back in, famously. <laughs> <laughs> noted, noted drinker. Mm. Well, you would think All that right, would have made, that she would have got to 102 if she was uh, taking her, her shot a day. Um shockingly or not shockingly sneakily i think that utah florida game got more credit than it deserved it was electric it was great to watch the environment in the swamp is tremendous somehow florida is now the 12th ranked team in the nation after being unranked in that game and that's questionable I think we're just rating it on like, hey, Anthony Richardson looked good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of that outcome. Otherwise, whatever happens in the Pac-12, we all know is going to have a lot more to do with USC than it was going to have to do with Oregon. Oregon's talented, but first-year coach, I don't think that, uh, you know, I, I don't think it was wise to try to bet them as, like, the big player for that division, for that conference. I don't. I just. I don't think I've ever seen Oregon beat like a legitimate college football team. <laughs> I guess Every I'm conflating those two play. games. I should say Utah instead of Oregon. But yeah, Oregon also same story. Now we need to talk Bonex. Every time I see Oregon and they're matched up against like a legitimate like blue chip uh, 
football team, I'm like, yeah, that team's going to win because Oregon is like the pretender of all pretender schools. I think that's a strong take. And they uh, they brought in a starting quarterback who famously uh, does not do well on the road. Um, and he they just got they got boat race. That was really bad. Um, not a good look for the Pac-12. Not a good look at all. Georgia is ridiculous, though. To be fair, that that's just a team that's just they they lost a ton of talent and they still are just absolutely loaded with just future NFL guys. You've been uh, saying that for a while. You're ground floor Georgia. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm very bullish on Georgia. Interesting. Is that a bulldog yeah. joke? Unintentionally, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan, that TV look does look really tight. <laughs> it looks well hung, it. but it looks like it's a picture-in-picture like graphic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were doing a Woody Page bit. <laughs> You're gonna like have a ticker or something. No, the room is just huge, so that, yeah. that back wall is really far away. The room is really so, not that big. Nice it's, just, it's, a, it's like the kids' playroom is what I'm in right now. I'm trying to defend you. you <laughs> a, lot of, okay, thanks. a lot of cartoons are played on that TV. Do you like a – is that your gaming room? Um, well, as you know, Dave, once I, um, I moved in with uh, the wife, I had, to, I had to put the sticks away. So I don't have a gaming room here. Unfortunately, wow! I, couldn't be me. Um, things we do for love, Mister SEC himself, Dylan. Yes, I, I am your SEC correspondent, as Texas will soon be a, a member of said conference. Yeah, I, I watched a few games. I watched Texas A and M a little bit. Uh, Texas A and M defense looks very, very legit. Offense, eh, not so great. Haynes Keen quarterback. Didn't look awesome. Um, and more on that later um, when we talk big boy stacks. We talked a little bit about Florida already. Anthony Richardson, uh, he looks pretty strong. He rushed for over 100 yards. Didn't exactly light up the stat sheet throwing the ball, but a very impressive win against Utah, as we've already said. Really tough start for our man, Brian Kelly. Don't hate LSU, but I do hate Brian Kelly. So I am not sorry to see that. What's he ever done to you? He's 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 the most unlikable person in college football, in my opinion. Ooh. Mm. Are we, are we taking Urban just, Meyer out? I was about to say. <laughs> he's That's just a, a, yeah. a red ass. Like, I don't know, man. He he rubs me the wrong way. I know I'm not alone in that opinion. Um, he killed a kid. He he he, <laughs> he infamously killed a kid. Uh, during his time at Notre Dame. That's right. People forget. Well, we won't let people forget about that. That's right. Yeah, I do not like that guy. Um, tough tough loss for LSU. We mentioned UGA already. A team's loaded. Very, very impressive win against Oregon. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Corbin. Do what? Corbin de- defending right. Urban Meyer saying he never killed a kid. Yeah, he just tries to. really have. I mean, I, We'll talk a little. We'll talk a little Alabama. They, they played Utah State. Hey, um, who, who knows? You know they they shut them out, but that's Utah State. And uh, what if what if Brian Kelly had his own steakhouse uh, bar, steakhouse like Urban Meyer that he was like franchising out? When, I'm just trying to think what that would be called. When you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> that's their slogan. Oh. <laughs> Without a doubt, Brian Kelly's going to open like a po'boy shop in 
you know, call it little Boudreaux or some bullshit. <laughs> Just completely lean, in, lean into it. Um, yeah, on the Big Ten front, the, the pit, or I guess it was what? Pitt, West Virginia is not what I'm thinking of. The uh, Ohio State-Notre Dame game should have been the marquee game of the weekend as it was the top-ranked teams. It was obviously, you know, slated as such, but coming out of the weekend where you had the, uh, the Purdue game, the Pitt-West uh, Virginia game, the ending to the uh, Florida game, the LSU game we've already talked about, I think the competition in the other games being so close and so... Uh, exciting towards the end of the game, like outshine the fact that you had two top five teams playing each other. And again, Ohio State beat the number five team in the nation, quote unquote, you know, preseason number five, and they're still ranked third somehow. Like that made no, there's no harm. I do this every year. I bitch about preseason rankings and how it affects the rest of the season. But like, I don't know who would have complained if somebody would said, well, they've got the best win then Georgia and then Alabama is still the best team, but you know, they beat Utah State or whatever. It would change yeah. next week when they beat Texas. Uh, so, yeah, that's annoying. Excuse me. We don't know that. I'm Excuse saying me. hypothetically, if they did, uh, then, you know, that ranking could change. Otherwise, uh, the Big Ten slate uh, early in the season is just not – it's just not set up for, like, excitement out of that big game, that non-conference game. So, it's going to be a little bit before we have excitement there. Um we okay skipping Dabo's deal to jump into uh, other stuff? Yeah, I just I, w- I was told that he would retire if pay- players were ever paid. That's what I was told. So I just thought it was interesting that he accepted said deal. But that's fine. Well, it sounds like he did it so he could continue to, you know, tell the players the dangers of taking money as players. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a noble act. <laughs> um. Do we want to talk U.S. Open? I've watched more tennis this last 10 days than I have the prior 15 years of my life. And I just want to say I'm enjoying it, but golf gets a lot of talk for being pretentious and for being stuffy and like, oh, you can't you can't make noise while they're hitting and whatever. Tennis, it's very – they're very aggressive on how they police the crowd, and it's very, like, out there, and, like, you hear it. And it's just like, it's a little much. Is it that difficult to play tennis if you got a raucous crowd? Like, uh, we've had some issues, but I know famously someone did storm the court and stab a player one time. And I don't, I'm not condoning that. That was a bad, a bad day. Bad day for sporting in, in general. But just, come on, let the crowd have fun. It's the U.S. Open. I'm just saying. Thank you. Thank you, Juice. Is that not who ran out there and stabbed somebody? Um, no. <laughs> somebody else. I, I would also like to uh, highlight that the PGA Tour suspended play over the Queen's death. The BMW event suspended play through Friday at least. No. Not necessary. Why? <laughs> why is that? <laughs> who needs no. that? Now why is that? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody yeah, asked for that. What? Don't know yeah, why. That's but. it. I'm all in. I'm, I'm, I'm going live. The Liv didn't cancel anything. Yeah, the Liv's not canceling anything for the Queen. I promise you that. <laughs> they may be like uh, Northern Ireland, Ireland, and just sell you know fireworks as the news is going off, like fireworks, or no, they'll do a drone show of the tweets, like announcing the death. That's the Liv way. Hey, T- 
T Boone notes that it was the Euro Tour, the DP World Tour. Okay, the BMW event, whatever. We know what's there. Live players there, so it's it's legitimate to me. My bad. I, I don't want to offend PGA's. Uh, you know, untarnished, unvarnished, whatever, untarnished record, whatever. I just want to. I just am wondering if the Live Tour will cancel their event um, on nine eleven. Just um. Wow. Conveniently, it's on Sunday. They don't play on Sundays. How about that? Okay, that worked out really well for them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, do what we've all been waiting for. If you've been with us the past couple of years, we do dip picks. We'll pick games each week, usually four uh, NFL, four college games, and a big boy stack, counting every game as one point. Big boy stacks as three Bet payoff still TBD, but I think we're narrowing it down. We'll talk more about that on Monday. Three of us will pick against our guests throughout the year. Let's start things off. Ew. Seriously? So gross. With dip picks. First game, which kicks off very soon. Bills at Rams. First NFL game of the year. Uh, on NBC, I thought it was going to be on Prime. But this is either way going to be Kirk and Al Michaels. Or am I wrong? It's dude perfect here where I'm at. I'm watching a DP stream. <laughs> Fair. Bills at Rams. Rams are getting two points at home. I don't know if they're taking into account that Aaron Donald still has one of the Bengals players' helmets in his hands uh, and will play with them in his hands uh, all night long. So, David, who are you going oh, with? Wow. Off the top, uh, I like the Bills. Um, they've got all the hype going into the season. Maybe should have been there last year in the uh, in the Super Bowl. Maybe we had some bad OT rules. I like that. I think we got a little uh, the, the classic and unproven Super Bowl hangover. I think wins out. Uh, Dylan, defending Super Bowl champs, getting two points at home. Uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. Uh, I won't tell him myself, but uh, I'd like the world to acknowledge that, David, I'm from Duncanville Rough, where head coach Reggie Samples, his son, is the running backs coach for the uh, Los Angeles Rams. Um, David just picked against him. I will, too, because he fucked up our recruitment year when he went to TCU before taking another job, so give me the bills as well. Youngest position coach in the NFL. Very cool. Who do you have, Pete? Uh, I'm also going to take the Bills. If there's anything that I've learned about sports, it's that like when a team wins a championship and then opens up at home, the ceremony always fucks them for the game that, that's upcoming. Uh, and now we're going to also have to consider and work in the, um, the NFL breaking out the hologram machine to honor Queen Elizabeth and so that's going to add a bunch of time onto the, <laughs> the kickoff so uh, I think the, the Bills are going to be ready to go give me the Bills uh, we're going to do this one a little out of order because I do want Dylan and Pete's thoughts the game we've all been waiting for it will get here sooner than we want it to as it is an 11am kickoff on Saturday number one Alabama at Texas Texas getting 20 points at home, according to the DraftKings Sportsbook. Dylan. Ooh, I think this one started off around 17-ish and has since moved to 20. Um, 
look, it's Quinn, Quinn Ewers. I think he's going to be very, very legit. Is he legit yet? No, I don't think so. Still adjusting to the college game. Hasn't played football in two years. Um, I could see Alabama absolutely running away with this and winning by 30 points. I really can. However, I'm getting so excited for this game. I'm not saying Texas is going to keep it close. I don't think that's going to happen. But does Texas lose by less than 20 points? Yeah. I think the defense from last year has improved enough to keep it somewhat close. I think Bijan runs for 100 yards and a touchdown. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't, I, it's, don't hedge. It's Lean into it. No, this could be really ugly. But I, 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 can't, I, just can't, I can't bet against Texas. I can't. I'm picking We're Texas. Back. Okay. He had that ready. Pete. Oh, I'm glad I'm, I'm next because not only do I think that Texas loses by less than 20 points, I think Texas wins outright. I think they're going to win outright. I think that this is uh, all the makings of an early season absolute shit show. And I think that uh, Texas is really good at creating chaos. And I I think that this is a team that they, they find a team that is going to thrive by creating chaos. I think Texas wins outright. Not a Bryce Young guy. I think uh, at some point, Nick Saban's going to lose that fastball, and this is the beginning of the end for Nick Saban. Wow. Whoa. I love it. I love it. Damn. Absolutely love that. Wow. Wow. I'm, I am, uh, I'm amazed. I, you know what? I believe in Quinn. I believe in, uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder ever since his vehicle was towed last Saturday. Uh, he's going to carry that setback into this upcoming week. And, um, I think Will Anderson will keep things very interesting for Alabama and we'll leave it there. But I see Texas having a uh, Texas-Notre Dame-esque type game and really getting the win that will push them over that seven-win uh, bar, maybe to eight wins later on in the year. So give me Texas. Dude, that's wow. an awesome – that's awesome, your boy Jay Smooth. My son's <laughs> the same way, man. That's crazy. Davide. Um, I don't know how to follow all that. That is – that is Fuego. I do believe in Bryce Young. I don't believe in the Texas O-line. Oh, that's great. Hell yeah. We love that. I think Texas keeps it respectable in the first half, so going into the second half, it's like, well, just need a couple breaks here and there. We're right back to in it. I think uh, I'm rolling with Bama. I think they win by 28. Texas starting two true freshmen on the offensive line, including at left tackle, uh, lining up across from uh, Will Anderson. A lot of people think the best player, best all-around player in college football. However, zero sacks last week against Utah State. Uh, outdated, outdated stat. How many pressures did he have? Uh, not many. He did make one very impressive um, unblocked tackle in the backfield, though, that a lot of people are going crazy over. <laughs> Some people I, I, didn't like that. I thought the zero sacks was just out of respect for like traditions in Utah. Um, number okay. 20. Okay. I, just, I thought it was just a shout out to the queen. <laughs> I don't know. It's 
stupid. <laughs> 20, 20th ranked Kentucky. Uh, I believe bringing back Wandell Moore. I don't know his last name. Wandell is his first name, and he's great. Uh, at number 12 with a big question mark, Florida. Florida is favored by six at home. I'm leading off. Give me Kentucky. Give me the fourth Stoops, brother, or whatever. Uh, Kentucky on the road to set things right in the SEC. Uh, Pete? Uh, I'm going to go with Florida. I, I know you guys think that they got bumped up too high, but I, I, I think that Anthony Richardson's a star. And I... Uh, I don't think I don't necessarily think Florida's legit, but I think they're good enough to beat Kentucky. So uh, I'm going to go with Florida. Breaking news: I didn't check the rosters. I'm sticking with Stoops. Damn it, um, David. Um, am I wrong? Has Kentucky not won in Florida since like the '70s, something like that? I know they won last year, but that was a, that was then. I do like this Florida team. I think they're really fun. Uh, it'll be really interesting to see how they deal with the hype because that's arguably like the most hype any team has got out of uh, after week one. I think I'm rolling with Florida. I think I'm rolling with the Gators. Uh, Kentucky, I think Kentucky's just going to – they're going to try to muck it up, but I don't think they can stop that quarterback. I like Florida. Dylan. Uh, yeah, I got Kentucky plus six. I uh, don't have a great reason for this other than I think Florida's uh, maybe – reading their press clippings a little bit too much here and uh, flying a little too high at the moment. I like I it. I don't think they're that good. I like it. Um, I don't know why. Oh, no, no, this is, yeah, yeah. So I kept uh, college football games this week at three, as it is week one of the NFL. There are a couple other interesting games out there, but the third uh, game for the week is going to be number nine, Baylor at Number 21, BYU. BYU favored by three at home. Soak it all up. Pete, who do you have? Okay. I caught that one, brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is an interesting matchup for me just because uh, BYU, famously a bunch of sex criminals, versus or, uh, uh, Baylor, famously a bunch of sex criminals, <laughs> versus BYU, famously a bunch of virgins. So a real, a real matchup of the ages here. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with, with the guys that have had sex before, uh, even if it's illegally. Uh, Baylor. Wow. Wow. You went there. I'm very happy that David is up next. Any response there? Uh, the disrespect to Baylor, getting three on – is it three? Three and a half on the road. Uh, took care of BYU last year. Baylor returning, like, everybody on both lines. Uh, you got Blake Shapin out there the big plays are back in Baylor they're back that offense is explosive again and if that offense is anything above average uh, they are going to be a top 10 team for the entire season because the defense is consistent I like Baylor give me the Bears for none of the reasoning that Pete took Dylan I think Baylor was a trending topic on Twitter today because the general consensus was that this line is so out of whack I don't really get it. Baylor is a, is a good football team from what I can tell. Getting three points. This is one of those lines that's so seem, seemingly lopsided that you would like bet the opposite thinking that you know, you're the problem. But I can't do that. I, I think that um, I think Baylor wins outright um, and, and by a healthy margin even. So Give me Baylor as well. Purely for Future Big uh, 12 matchup. Yeah, very true. Sooner than we think. Uh, with Dave Aranda at the helm. I like Baylor. All right, into the remaining games of NFL 
week one, Eagles at Lions. Everyone's favorite team because Hard Knocks was absolute, absolutely tremendous. You know, I have more tea than I've ever needed in my life after watching this season of Hard Knocks, like 10 minutes worth. Uh, but your boy's amped up for the Lions to like win three games this year. David, who do you have? Eagles at Lions. Yeah, KJ, we've seen your shoulders, dude. We know you have high T. Jesus. We've seen you sit, seated next to Dylan. You don't have to rope <laughs> okay, it in. You don't have to throw me into this. I'm just saying. I'm looking out for you. I'd love to see KJ with that TV behind him. <laughs> it's a regular size TV, man. I, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's like 40 in- I'm in an office. It's 40 inches. <laughs> uh, I'm really... Look, man, I'd love to say I, I was really in on hard knocks and I'm going to ride that Dan Campbell wave, but, dude, I think the Eagles, Eagles are going to win 11 or 12 games this season and probably the division. So I think the – dude, they're really good. They had a good offseason. I'm going with the Eagles. Dylan. Last I checked, Jalen Hurts is still the quarterback of that team. I do think they <laughs> – I do think they cover to, uh, on Sunday. I do think that. But they're not winning the division this year, Dave. Give me the Eagles as well. Um, yeah, their offseason was tremendous. I can't really find reasons to say they're taking a step back. Uh, and if for nothing else, I'm going to root against Amon Ross St. Brown's dad at all, at all opportunities. John. John Brown. I'll make it a clean sweep uh i think the eagles are good here it's always funny to me when like when hard knocks gets a team and like people people buy in they're like ooh, ooh. <laughs> every time yeah. ooh, i like the energy behind these guys and then week one rolls around like oh yeah, yeah they're still a fucking shit ass team and like it's the it's the detroit lions is there any doubt that they're gonna suck uh i do believe in jalen hurts though so um i uh i think the i like the eagles they got a really deep team um so I think this one's. I think it's disrespectful to Philly to have this this line as close as it is. Uh, as a member of the uh, northern contingent here in Wisconsin, uh, the Packers, Packers and Vikings division game kicking it off. Uh, Vikings at home getting one and a half, so I guess you can call it the toss up line. Dylan. Oh, I'm uh, I'm kind of torn on this one uh, for no good reason. Dog. I'm taking Packers. Minus one and a half. Um, all of that ayahuasca and none of the receiving core. Give me the Vikings to create unnecessary drama for Aaron Rodgers for like the next six days. Vikings. Uh, Pete. Uh, I'm also going to take the uh, the Vikings. I, I like their weapons. Uh, I think Packers... <laughs> Receiving, I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is, is going to throw to this year, especially if Alan Lazard's not is not healthy. Like, interested to find that out. But I, I do, I like the Vikings, especially getting one and a half. Yeah, their uh, two rookie receivers are getting a lot of attention, but uh, Romeo Dobbs and Christian uh, whatever. But I don't see that panning out in Week One. Uh, David, do we know if Aaron Rodgers made Burning Man? It was last weekend. <laughs> I'm just curious because that's gonna that should affect the line, and I'm I'm just wondering. I'm trying to you know. If they were playing Vegas, I would say absolutely yes. There'd be no question. Oh my god! I I we're mean, I'm torn between 
I'm torn between Kirk Cousins and the guy. I mean, a guy who fist bumped God after a DMT trip. Uh, is Mercury in retrograde? Is that that's, you got to <laughs> consider that one? Aaron Rodgers in the pocket. A lot of people are asking. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go a different direction. I'm gonna ride with Aaron Rodgers, even though I do think the Vikings are sneaky a playoff team this year. Fair. Uh, not this week. I think that I'm up. I have no idea at this point. Raiders at Chargers. This probably is uh, my pick for sneaky great game of the week. Um, give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders. I like. Uh, um, yeah, give me the Raiders. I don't need to go into analysis on every single game. Whatever, Raiders. Pete, uh, I'm going to take the Chargers. Brandon Herbert. Possible MVP this year. Uh, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. I was like, there's coach. I went to high school. Brandon I went Stanley. to high school with a kid named Brandon Herbert. Shout That's out to B Herb. <laughs> I do that once an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, David. Ooh, not me out here riding for the Raiders. Oh my god, I do like the Raiders. I, I, I kind of feel like it's. Then this is this is a clip that will come back. I feel like it's a setback here for the Chargers. What? I just think that they're not going to look. They've got a lot of hype coming in. Got the stud. Got the guy that Pete went to high school with. Not really. <laughs> um, give me look. I like Week One. Derek Carr, Dylan's guy. I'm riding with the Raiders. Dylan. Um, behind Russell Wilson, the most just cringeworthy quarterback in the league. I am going with the Raiders, though. I think they. They got they got Devontae now, man. That that offense is going to be pretty good, and plus uh, the homie, his soccer team is named the Raiders this year. So I'm going to go with the Raiders. Raiders. What do their unis look like? Going to find out Saturday. <laughs> Game starts at 10 a.m. I got to I got to hustle back to a TV and watch Texas. I'm not embarrassing so. Cutting it close. Uh, finally, Bucks at Cowboys. Sunday night football. Cowboys at home getting two and a half and at least six shots of all of the art in the stadium and around the stadium. Who do you have, Pete? Uh, I get the, the Cowboys. Um, I, I never thought that it would get to this point in my life, but like I think that I'm out on Tom Brady. Um, n- not only just like the fact that he's old, but like I'm, I'm questioning his commitment to football. Uh, I'm questioning... His, his life decisions, he's out here hawking NFTs. Uh, he's, he's like, getting maybe plastic surgery that's making him look like handsome Squidward. Uh, like, it's he's he's making some questionable life decisions, and he's far enough removed from, from my team that uh, I, I think that I can be out on Tom Brady for a little bit, at least until he retires and then does the, uh, the redemption tour in New England. Uh, David, uh, what what's the T, uh, Pete? I think if anybody knew it, it would be you. But like, what what is the rumor out there on the uh, on the fifteen day absence or whatever it was? The last one that I saw was that he uh, he he needed to get plastic surgery, and then he came back and was looking <laughs> like a like very gaunt in his press conference. So, like, wouldn't put it past him at this point. But also, it seems like Giselle hates him now too. I or can't wait me, till I get it even more. They definitely hate. <laughs> they definitely hate each other. Like they it got seems it. Seems like it. 
She does jujitsu now. I can't wait till I uh, get a chemical peel and have to miss two podcasts because my face is just red, blood red. I'm going to take an entire week when I get my hair plugs. Vampire facial. I think, the, I think my favorite move in sports is somebody retiring and then spending like a month with their wife and being like, no, I'm, I'm going to play again. That's yeah. <laughs> definitely what I want to do. Don't care if it destroys my body. I am back in. <laughs> uh, I don't um, even know where we're at. Who's up? Oh, it's me. Sorry. I'm riding with the boys. I'm riding with the boys. I, I I think there's a lot of distractions, and they've got they got some injuries on the O line as do the Cowboys. But I think that the Cowboys are more equipped to deal with it. Give me the boys, Dylan. Yeah, for reasons uh, that Pete mentioned and, and Dave mentioned, the O line uh, troubles that the Bucks are having. Fournette, it feels like he's way past his prime as well. Hey there. Um, <laughs> I, I don't like the Bucks this year at all. Uh, I'm riding with the, the boys to win outright at home. Uh, yeah, I will spend the next zero seconds listing all of the other receivers not named C.D. Lamb on the Cowboys that will be playing on Sunday night. So give me the Bucks because Michael Gallup is not playing Sunday night. And if we recall, the Cowboys' ability to run the ball on the Bucks ain't that great. All Tommy right, he doesn't even know his receivers' names. He hasn't even been in camp. Fair, fair. But if we're talking NFTs, I will point you to the team that is like prominently sponsored by blockchain.com. One Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> that is true. They are. <laughs> do, you uh, think, do you think the Cowboys will do something for the Queen? Because if there's any team that does something, it will be the Dallas Cowboys. You think Queen Latifah will play like in her honor at like halftime? Do you think that uh do you think that like Cowboys Slash Lakers fans are real confused about who they should support because there's like blockchain.com and then crypto.com. And they're like, gosh, oh, how, how do you have brand loyalty to two different crypto companies? Just okay. as, as long as the crown doesn't go after the paparazzi for photos of uh, you know the body of the queen. Um, I'm you know, sorry, sorry, Kobe. I'm sorry. Anyways, let's do our big boy stacks and get the hell out of here. Apologize to Kobe. <laughs> We all should every day. It's Mamba Monday, Mamba mentality. As a future girl dad. <laughs> Just stay in traffic. Just deal with it. Um, David, what's your big boy stack? Please get us out of here. Oh, you're going to love this. Uh, Mac Brown and UNC, that offense comes to life, but the defense is still bad. Give me the over against Georgia State at uh, 64 and a half. So UNC, Georgia State, over. Fine, fine. A&M, App State, I'm sorry. Dylan, what is your big boy stack? I screwed that up. Well, you just scored it for me, <laughs> yeah. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, the Texas A&M defense, very good. Offense, not so much. It's going to be a low-scoring uh, but uneven score at the same time. That I could have said that much better. AM wins by 30-ish, but they stay well under at the 54 points. So I have the under the App State Texas AM game. I like Ooh, it. I like it. App State. Um give me a game that I've been just researching, studying, paying attention to, excited about all weekend. Uh, and didn't just pick right here in this very moment. Give me Texas Tech covering three and a half versus Dana Holgerson and the Houston Cougars Ooh. at home. Sneaky good game. As a uh, commitment to our good dude, absolute congratulations. Big weekend for Landry. Huge Tech fan, as we all know. Shout out to his family. Pete. Uh, 
I'm very confused as to why the reigning AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals are favored by less than a touchdown against the Mitch Trubisky-led Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, I feel like that line absolutely has to be factoring in that the Steelers may actually murder Joe Burrow in the first half, just based off of the way that Steelers-Bengals games usually go. Uh, But, like, not to poo-poo on Trubisky, he might be a good quarterback, but there's absolutely no way that I'm siding with Pittsburgh uh, in this game. Like, uh, the Bengals minus six and a half seems like a lock to me. I love it. I love it. Well, before we go, I did... I, I forgot we, we there was an interview done and, and Gil Brandt had a comment on the Queen. We can we can hear what he was saying before uh, we get out of here. Anytime anybody is killed or anybody dies, uh, but he was a guy that was living to be dead, so to speak. You know, gender is is clearly in question. Gil's a little older, and in today's day and age, maybe he didn't know the Queen's pronouns. But that's you know that's an aggressive comment, Gil. Come on, man. Living to be dead. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it's the duality of man. Speaking of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Anyhow. All right. Let's uh, let everybody get on to watching their mass singer or whatever the hell they're watching tonight. Aside from uh, football. We'll see you folks Monday and Pete. next week. Pete, where can the people Thank find you? Thank uh, you. Twitter, my name, Pete Blackburn. Uh, ValleySports.com, NHL season is about to get started. Training camp's open on Monday, so I'll be back to work. Find me there. Thank you, Pete. Thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Let's do it. Good stream. Let's do it. Bye-bye. I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. I'll bring them dips. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.